The Toby Gribbon Show. Highlights. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Well, let's bring on Miranda now. How are you doing today? I'm doing fine. How about you? Yep, I'm doing smashing. Now, you're going to be starting this new docu-series called Pink Confinement. So what are you able to tell us about this documentary series? All right, so I came up with the name Pink Confinement because, you know, the universal Mm. color to identify for females is pink. Then, you know, confinement for being locked up. Um, I was locked up for a period of three years and I just wanted to get the female side versions and their stories out about what really goes on about being locked up and incarcerated. Yeah because we don't often get the female side do we because most prisoners are male. Yes yes. So do you think it's really important to tell the female side? Um yes because you know like you go watch TV you know what I'm saying CNN you know what I'm saying the other TV shows they do males about what's going up with the males and stuff but mm. um the same things be going on in the female prisons as well and i don't think that they shed light on that i don't think that they um like tell that the female prisoners gotta deal with you no know, bad treatment yeah. um they family members don't mess with them send them money help them out you know what i'm saying so they gotta bond with other women in there mm. in order to survive during their time yeah and are there differences as well maybe things that don't happen in female prisons that do in male presence and vice versa yes yes of course so what are some of those um let me see um because you know we we also be having you know saying some streaks of violence and you know Mm. these are that nature because you know women are catty in general um i really don't know is Mm. there a difference because you know we have officers that you know do mistreat us you know they have bad days they're human as well so you know they going out their emotions and stuff you know we do have some females that do come up pregnant Mm. um you know be fights on a compound so i think it's just the gender you know what i'm saying it's a female not a male but a lot of the same same things be going on Mm. 
Yeah, absolutely. And as well as being in prison, there's issues when you come out as well, being released back into society. You need a little bit of help, I suppose, don't you? Yes, and now that's what we need also. I think that, well, a lot of the females that I was locked up with, a lot of them need therapy. I think we Mm. should have programs that cater to giving them, like, therapy. A lot of the females that get out, they lost bonds with their children their children don't want to deal with them no more because mm-hmm. they've been gone for a little time and I think they also should like have in place like jobs that will actually teach them how to be a good employee so they could yeah. be a productive citizen of society they don't have like those things in place to make them productive citizens of society mm. yeah because if you were ever in prison you're going to find it very hard to get a job aren't you because that's a massive turn off for an employer even if you were in prison for like a minor thing you know it doesn't sound very fair but that's just how it ends up isn't it yes yes and so that's another thing like you know we get locked up you say you want us to uh be rehabilitated but what do you got in place to help us to come out and you know what i'm saying the actual be rehabilitated you know what i'm saying yeah. so it's like a catch-22 like you said the employees they don't want to mess with us because we have records yeah. they don't give us a chance and then we know we have the probation officers that be acting like dicks towards us because we can't get no job yeah. you know what i'm saying so things of that nature yeah absolutely Now, of course, you were in prison for a few years. What was your experience like? So the uh, first time I got to prison, that's actually like the first time I got in trouble. The first time I got in trouble, I had to do three years to the door. So my experience was, you know, um, like, you know, I did county time and then I went to prison. But, you know, I had got into it with officers, you know, I had got jumped on. It just, you know what I'm saying? The officers, they treat you like like you real scum. Like, they can't get in trouble. They talk to you any type of way. You know what I'm saying? Um, if we need things or, or whatnot, you know what I'm saying? They'll take their time doing it or they won't doing it. Like, when I was in lockdown, you know, they'll let us take a shower once or maybe twice a week. And that's if they wanted to let us out to take those showers. So when you're in lockdown, you don't have no store, which is like commissary. You don't get to make no phone calls. You don't have nothing. Just you in a cell by yourself. And like you say, they let you go out maybe once or twice to take a shower. And that's if Mm. they want to do that. You know what I'm saying? So that plays a lot on your mental and things of that nature. Yeah. And that does sound like quite a tough life. But it could be argued that for a lot of crimes, that's an appropriate punishment. Yeah. You know, some some individuals, you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to take that away. Some individuals Mm. do deserve to be locked up but you know um at the same time like i said the guards and they're still human you know i'm saying you still should treat people with respect you know you just don't treat us like crap because we locked up Mm, absolutely yeah now in terms of this documentary series how many episodes are going to be in this series now that i haven't um determined you know Mm. i got an email for my um the youtube for females write in so that they'll be able to tell their stories or whatnot so i haven't made that determination but you know like i say these are females their stories that they're telling how their experience was from like the day they got arrested 
the time that they did and for when they get out. You know, I have a friend that did 10 years to the door. And to this day, she doesn't know how to drive. Wow. She doesn't know how to, you know what I'm saying, do checking. You know what I'm saying? Things mm-hmm. of that nature. And I feel we should have programs to help. Like, that, that's simple stuff to me and you. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, we got people actually that don't know how to do that. Don't know how to use a credit card. You know what I'm saying? Don't know how to use a smartphone. Mm-hmm. And I think they should have things in place to help us to be able to do that yeah absolutely and is the whole documentary series going to be people's stories or will it be other things as well maybe your own story and just research and things that you're going to have to do oh well how i got set up right now as in the beginning it's just going to be the females and their story you know yeah some people that know me want me to tell my story as well but like i said it's going to be the females and their story and like i said what state of mind they was in before they got arrested mm. if they could go back in time would they have still made the same choice yeah you know what i'm saying because you know with time people change they're not the same person so you know i'm be getting in that would they still have made the same choice you know what i'm saying were they able to afford a paid lawyer or they had to use a pub defender mm. and would you have made the same choices oh not with me now no oh. of course not yeah no i wouldn't have yeah and do you think most people would come to the same conclusion as you because they wouldn't want to have to face prison see that's the question for the certain individuals now Mm. you know like it's some okay like say like when you was younger like you had things going on in your life like events like you could predict that something bad was going to happen because certain events kept happening you kept getting into stuff like some stuff is just not avoidable so the females will have to tell would it be avoidable with the mindset that they have today yeah absolutely that's a good point are there plans for maybe more documentaries after this one that you're working on um i hope this goes as well and open other doors and avenues so like i say this is my first one and you know i'm doing this because i actually experienced this and i lived this so Mm. i think the females will be comfortable you know what I'm saying talking with me and sharing their story because you know I actually went through the same things and struggle being confined yeah I suppose it is quite important to do a documentary series about something that you know about yes yes yeah well just remind us of the places that we can contact you perhaps if there's somebody listening who does have an incarnation story that they'd like to tell in the documentary okay my uh is going to be featured on YouTube is Pink Confinement and if you have a story and you're a female and want to be heard you can email at confinementpink at gmail that's great well many thanks for coming on the show today it's been very interesting to talk to you uh, thank you thank you for having me hi I'm Daniel founder of Pretty Litter did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain I learned this the hard way after losing my cat Gingy so I created Pretty Litter a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50% to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. The Toby Gribben Show!